RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt and today is Thursday, August 29th, 2019. On today's show, the effects director for Star Trek The Motion Picture reveals that the film almost didn't happen. Star Trek starships arrive in the blockchain-powered CSC game, and CBS's acting CEO Joe Ianello issues a company-wide memo on diversity inclusion efforts ahead of the Viacom merger. All this, plus the Star Trek events in your area to look forward to this weekend, coming right up. Ahead of the September 15th theatrical re-release of Star Trek The Motion Picture, effects director for the film Douglas Trumbull is making the interview rounds. Last week, I brought you an interview he did with ComicBook.com, in which he described the attempt to elevate Star Trek out of campy television and into high science fiction, like 2001 A Space Odyssey. But this week, Sci-Fi Wire published an interview in which Trumbull relates that Star Trek The Motion Picture nearly didn't happen at all. Due to a contract dispute, Trumbull initially turned down working on TMP, but when it was looking likely that the film wouldn't get completed on time, Paramount started to get desperate. It wasn't just expectations that would have been let down by a missed release deadline. At that point, Trumbull recalled, Paramount had already collected $30 million from theater owners who were expecting to show the film during their busy Christmas season. They needed to finish the film and at that point were willing to pay Trumbull almost anything for him to help get it done. The film's budget grew to over $46 million, the most expensive film ever made up to that point. When Trumbull came onto the set, he found a tremendous amount of rectification work to be done. He and his team threw out large parts of material that had been created by the previous VFX team and took some creative risks in how they redesigned them. One pivotal scene, Spock's spacewalk, had to be completely redone from scratch. Trumbull said of that scene, It was a very big leap of faith on the part of Bob Wise to actually entrust me to take over directing that sequence. But we had worked before, we knew each other pretty well, and he trusted me to go ahead, take it over, and do it. The completion of the film was down to the wire, due to all the effects rework it required. Trumbull recalled, It was a really close call. That was probably one of the biggest close calls in movie history, where all the reels of film were coming out of the lab, and there was one final reel that wasn't quite finished yet, and it was wet film shipped to the theaters at the last minute. Star Trek The Motion Picture is being re-released in select cinemas across the United States for two nights only, Sunday, September 15th, and Wednesday, September 18th. You can view showtimes and locations and book tickets on Fathom Events. Back in June, game company LucidSight announced that they would be bringing Star Trek starships to their blockchain-powered game, Crypto Space Commander, or CSC. And today is that day. 
In a Medium article, CSC announced that the special Star Trek plus CSC Divergence Alpha event will run from today, August 29th, through October 3rd. During that time, players will have the opportunity to purchase supply crates containing one of six random Star Trek starships, plus four random Star Trek modules. In addition to the supply crates, there will be a series of reverse auctions for special First Fleet ships, the prices of which start at the equivalent of $200,000 and tick down to $0 over time. The auctions will all be conducted exclusively in the cryptocurrency Ethereum. The six Star Trek ships coming to the game are some of Trek's most iconic. The first one of each design will go into the aforementioned auction and have the CSC First Fleet designation, which gets unlimited destruction insurance for the life of the game. First up, the USS Enterprise NCC-1701, no bloody A, B, C, or D. That sale starts at 11 a.m. Pacific today and ends September 4th. Then the USS Enterprise NCC-1701D auction starts at 11 a.m. Pacific on September 4th and ends September 10th. IKS Rotaran IKC-62127, commanded by Martok during the Dominion War. That auction starts September 10th and ends September 16th. Next up, the USS Rio Grande Runabout, NCC-72452. That auction runs September 16th through the 20th. Keeping with the Deep Space Nine theme, the USS Defiant NX-74205 is up next. That auction runs September 20th through September 26th. And finally, the USS Voyager NCC-74656. That auction starts on September 26th and finishes on October 2nd, just before the Divergence Alpha event finishes. In addition to the ships and modules, players can also find Star Trek-themed hidden crates and shards throughout the game. Once again, the Star Trek plus CSC Divergence Alpha event is running today through October 3rd, after which time Star Trek-themed supply crates will no longer be available for sale, any remaining stock will be destroyed, and starship counts will be locked in. To find out more about this groundbreaking blockchain-based game and its Star Trek-themed special event, head to csc-game.com. More news on the weekend's events in just a moment, but first, a word from me. This show is supported by listeners like you through Patreon, but this week, I'm asking something a little different from you. In honor of Star Trek's fine history of letter writing, I would like you to write me a letter and tell me your Star Trek story. Send a letter or postcard to me, Allison Pitt, at P.O. Box 17913, Irvine, California, 92623. That's P.O. Box 17913, Irvine, California, 92623. And if you include your return address, I'll send you a sticker. Of course, if you write in, I may use your comments in a future episode of this show. Now, you can also still contribute financially to Daily Star Trek News, if you so desire, and you can do that through Patreon. The address is patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News to find out more. That's patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. 
The chatter around the upcoming CBS and Viacom merger has been relatively quiet in the weeks since the companies made the announcement. But it appears as though behind the scenes, executives at both companies are preparing for the merger to go through and readying their respective workforces for change. A piece from Variety this week had current CBS acting CEO Joe Ianello issuing a company-wide memo to CBS employees, affirming the company's commitment to diversity and inclusion, and explaining that the strategy will not change after the merger. Quoting the memo, As you all know, we will soon be joining forces with Viacom, another company that places great importance on diversity and inclusion, and understands the value it brings to business and culture. I've spoken with Bob Backish, and we are aligned in this effort. I want you to know that in these months, as we move toward the merger, we are not easing up on the pedal. Ianello went on to explain that the company is investing in human resources and diversity and inclusion in order to support their strategy. He also outlined a number of examples of steps that the company is taking to ensure their commitment is brought to life. For instance, building an inclusion-centered curriculum for hiring managers, creating and delivering customized unconscious bias training for leaders to help them lead more effectively, and holding leaders responsible for improved diversity and inclusion outcomes at all levels, and ensuring a diverse slate of candidates, particularly for senior-level positions. Variety noted that CBS has had its fair share of criticism in the past for underrepresenting minorities and people of color on screen, but that it has outperformed its competition in that arena in more recent history. Variety also noted that in April, they published a piece by former employee Whitney Davis titled, CBS Has a White Problem. While the company's efforts are unlikely to improve its historical record, it is at least making a visible effort to improve. Now, if you are in the mood to get together with some fellow Trekkies, then make sure you get out to one of these events over the next week. The big event this weekend is Dragon Con in Atlanta, Georgia. Sue Kissenweather from my sister show, Women at Warp, will be appearing on no fewer than 20 panels across the weekend, so be sure to go and say hi to her. Other Star Trek guests include Mary Chifo, Emily Coots, Shazad Latif, Anson Mount, Ethan Peck, William Shatner, George Takei, Carl Urban, and Garrett Wong. Now, thanks to Sailor for writing in about this next event. Taking place in San Francisco, Star Trek Live is running today, August 29th through September 21st at Oasis Nightclub. The event's description reads, Back by popular demand, the Drag Kings take over the stage at Oasis in Darcy Drollinger's Star Trek Live. Starring some of San Francisco's best comedic performers, this drag parody of the groundbreaking television classic will send up a favorite episode of the original series, The Naked Time, in which a strange affliction affects the crew of the Enterprise, causing them to act as though they are drunk, resulting in the loss of control of the ship. Featuring Lee Crow, the world's only female William Shatner impersonator, as Captain Kirk. Please note this event is 21 and over only. For more information and tickets, visit sfoasis.com. And you'll be sad to hear this, but this weekend is the very last for the Star Trek Exploring New Worlds exhibit 
at the Henry Ford Museum of American Innovation in Dearborn, Michigan. Go and see it before you lose your chance. After the Henry Ford, the traveling exhibit will be moving on to Los Angeles, but not until next spring. If you have a local event you'd like for me to include in next Thursday's show, then please email me at info at dailystartreknews.com or use the hashtag DSTNEvents on Twitter. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at daily Star Trek or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at daily Trek news. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, plus your weekend podcast playlist and the answer to this week's trivia. I'm Alison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.